Hello, my name is Tommy C. I'm a new young mom and this podcast is about my journey into motherhood. Thank you so much for intending to listen. Welcome to the Confessions of a Millennial Mom. Hello, 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 hello. How's everybody? How's everyone doing? Nice to be here again. I'm excited. So one of my major issues before I talk about um today's topics one of my major issues is the page um the podcast instagram page so if if you know me you know that this is my work <laughs> like instagram and social media and digital marketing is what i do but i am really struggling with this instagram page because i want it to look nice and there are already so many mommy pages i don't want to just post random stuff so if you have any ideas for me on you know the type of content i should put on the instagram page and not just like when a new episode is out it'll be great for you to let me know send me dms on my instagram page or the millennial mom just you know ideas nice things you see that can work i would really really appreciate that you guys it literally takes a village and you've been my supporters from day one please don't desert me now <laughs> so anyways yes hi everyone hope you enjoyed the last episode so you know from feedback i've gotten from friends and family i would just like to give a little disclaimer so the hospital i use they're having issues currently with american embassy because of you know a some level of fraud or some level of them filing um insurance or tax refund i don't even know for people that burst there so you know before you decide on using oak band please please do your research ask questions you get um i am speaking from previous um years ago last year 2018 i'm speaking from last year so it'll be great to get like recent information because these things change every day so this is part two of baby americana i'm probably going to i think it will still be baby americana my point of entry story so in the last podcast i stopped at um my preparation for my flight and all of that and all of that let's get into it i left nigeria in september i was about 34 weeks pregnant so i think once you're past 34 airlines like air france and klm would not you know take you because you're not fit to fly and you can have your baby anytime from there so i i flew at 34 weeks i got my feet to fly from my hospital and i was ready to go but they didn't even ask for any of those because my belly just like i ate a lot of pounded yeah i didn't have a big bump lucky for me so i traveled alone my husband couldn't because of work and some visa issues it was so dramatic because i was not mentally prepared to travel alone and when i found out that he couldn't go with me i had to think oh how will i do it what should i do you know it was a lot of mental stress for a pregnant woman but you know <laughs> i had to do it i went to air france we left nigeria like i think 10 so we got to amsterdam early i was so exhausted the flight was 
so hard you know i was on the plane and you know the plane is normally cold i was hot i was finding myself there was this hostess that was so so good to me i was hungry every hour and you know i stopped asking for food because i felt like i was overdoing it but she would come every hour oh do you need anything are you okay are you is your baby okay because she eventually found out i was pregnant because i kept begging for food do you need anything and you know she was so 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 good to me i, I don't remember her name but wherever she is god bless her from amsterdam to america was the longest hardest flight of my life it was like 11 or 11 or 13 hours and it was gosh i slept i woke up i was like are we not there yet you know if you're pregnant and traveling i would advise that you get the neck pillow and um compression socks so my sister-in-law already told me to get these things to make my flight easier but luckily for me my feet didn't really swell but my face was so swollen my face was really swollen i had to like wash up when we eventually landed because i was looking knackered anyways it would be great for you to get compression socks it would be great for you to have snacks in your bag because not all aerostasis are nice enough to keep giving you food you will get hungry and you know something to to take your mind off the long flights if you're traveling alone maybe a book or you know movies and all that so landing in america I landed in the morning, yes, I, like not morning, morning, shower, like 11 a.m. I landed in um, Houston Airport. I've forgotten the name of the airport now. A lot of people came through Atlanta because of Delta, but I used Air France. Next time, or if there's a next time that I'm going to Houston for birth, I would go through Atlanta because talking to other pregnant women that came like a day or two after I came, most of them. They didn't have, you know, stories at um, the point of entry in Atlanta. But in Houston, it was something. So after we landed, I kept running. I, well, I wasn't, I was like brisk walking. Because I really, really wanted to get to the point of entry um, with immigration before other Nigerians got there. I just wanted to, you know, get it out of the way. And I was praying. I was just like, God, I don't have power for any questions. I was already tired. I was pregnant. I had a headache. I just wanted to eat, take a bath, and lie down. So I got to the, you know, I scanned the immigration officers. There was a lady there. She wasn't like white, she was like Mexican or Hispanic. Yeah, she was Hispanic, honestly. So I went there, give her my passport. So I'm let me not rush this because every question is important. Give her my passport. Um, why are you here? Oh, I'm here to have my baby. How long would you be staying? I told her I was there for about two and a half months. She said, Okay, what do I do in Nigeria? I told her where I work. She said about my husband. I said he's currently in Nigeria. She said, Okay place your hand on the scanner i did that then she said oh this colleague of mine will take you to will take you to secondary inspection something i don't remember what she said but you you know this colleague of mine will tell you what to do next basically so the guy took me into a room when i go into the room i saw like four immigration officers they were sitting at a desk and people were sitting in front so you guys, if I'm being honest with you, the only people there were black people and Mexicans and Chinese. So we're like six while I was there. 
and i was already really tired i was a little agitated because i just wanted to get it out of the way and i was just like man i'm here already we spent money on a few things i can't go back because i I had read a lot of stories about people that they sent back from like even after landing in houston so i sat down i was tapping my foot i noticed one lady like one of the immigration officers she was looking at me as i was tapping my foot so i stopped because you know i (laughs) i've watched many movies (laughs) they look at all these things they look at your body language your eyes blah 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 so i just stopped and i was looking i was watching american football even though i don't understand it so they kept calling people the moment they call your name you approach their desk there was one man there it was honestly the one i wanted to treat my kids because it seemed nice i was smiling with the other black lady but there was one other lady that was so serious she didn't even send luckily or unluckily for me she was the one that um had my um passport i kept um using my eyes to follow my passport to know who stable was going to follow it, so it was on the ladies' table, sadly, and she called me. And you know, same questions: Why are you going to the U.S.? I said, Why you? Yeah, why are you in America? I'm here to have my baby. How long are you staying for? About three months. Next thing she said, So why didn't you tell the embassy at the point of your interview that you were pregnant? You know, just trying to to you know get the truth out from me and i'm like oh while i got my visa i wasn't even pregnant i wasn't even married not stuck of being pregnant that i needed the visa for so and so and so at the point of you know collection she said okay that um do i think i can afford having a baby in america i said yes because i and my husband um already did the budget shit you know we already put the funds together and set the funds aside for the baby's birth she said okay great can i see your budget sheet i showed it to her she said okay so this is in naira and this is in dollars i said yes she said okay also she was so straight faced you know i was still trying to smile and you know be a little <laughs> be a little chill but she wasn't having any of that in all honesty next question she said so do you have your correspondence with your doctor i said yes and i've already paid um 200 for an appointment with him which is next week monday so i feel like the three things you need if you're interviewed by american immigration officers at the point of your entry is god god is number one in everything number two confidence like as they're asking you shouldn't stutter as before she finishes you should have given her in good plain and correct english you get they don't want they want to know that this person is not here is not here to you know just be weird they want to know that oh this person is learned and you have a life in nigeria as well and the third thing you need is your documents like pack it like you're going to do work because that was what i did i had clear bag with all my documents as she was just asking for it i was just giving her she was asking for it i was giving her so it's better for them not to ask and you say oh i don't have or is in my email just print it i printed emails with the doctors as like my correspondence pretend everything out so that as she was asking i was just giving her you get if you don't have that i say oh it's my email you know you see these people they are looking for every reason 
to get send you back to your country if i'm being honest so you need to not give them reason yeah so she asked for my doctor's correspondence she asked so where are you staying i said oh I got accommodation with this facility that cares for pregnant women, blah, blah, blah. Have you paid? I said, yes, I've made a deposit. Showed her the receipts. She said, okay. She said, where do you work? I told her where I work. She said, did you work there when you got, when you got the visa? So, apparently, she was already looking at all my um, information from my interview, which was like two years ago. You get I said no, I didn't work there then that I changed jobs. I work in a different place now. What do you do? I told her what I do. She said, Can I give her some more detail? Like explain to her in layman terms what I do. I said, Wow. So I explained that okay, this is this is this is this is this. She said, Alright, no problem. So are you telling me that if I call the doctor and call your accommodation, they're expecting you? I said yes, that's for sure. She said, all right, give me a second. So she went away. I, 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 th- I honestly thought she called maybe my hospital or the woman with the, for the accommodation, but she didn't because both of them confirmed. So, you know, it's all mental games. She just was playing mental games with me to see if I was jittery or I didn't know what I was saying and everything. So she came back, sat down and said, okay, I just want to let you know that um it's not a crime to birth in america but it's a crime to access medicaid which is medical insurance and make sure you pay all your bills and whenever you're traveling make sure you have all your zero balance and all your bills or else you never you will not be allowed back into the country blah 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 she just said a lot and i'm like okay i should say i said no problem i'll have all my documents as you can see i like packing documents you know, I was still trying to joke. She straight face. She don't even look my side. So I was like, okay. Then she said I should take a seat. That she will attend to me in a second. You know, all this was already like an hour after the flight landed. So like 20 minutes later, she called my name again, took my passport and told me to follow her. It was so weird. I was like, hey, where am I going again? I don't want to go back to Nigeria now. I'm already here. You people, you get. It was so, it was mentally draining and really nerve-wracking. Because I was just like, I'm pregnant. I'm tired. My face is swollen. I haven't had good food. I just want to lie down. Anyways, you know, I tried to keep a a straight face. And you know, I followed her. She took me to, um, it was around the luggage collection area. Bear in mind that I had not gotten my luggage at this point. Then she gave my passport to some other black guy. That one asked me, like, one question. Why are you here? I told him, do you have food in your bag, like, um, crayfish and stuff? I said, no, that I didn't. Even my noodles, I didn't pack because I, I didn't have power for their drama, so I didn't pack anything. Then I forgot to mention, before we landed... They gave us um, the forms, the CBP, Center Border Protection, I think that's what it's called, forms, where you declare how much you have, um, if you have food, things that need quarantine, if you had a pet, and all of that. So, I traveled with cash. From the things I had read, they said you, need, you needed to have about $10,000 cash in hand. And of course, because the old birthing process is more than 10k dollars, 
you need to have money in your card as well so yeah i forgot to mention they asked me the first lady and the second lady that how much do i have i said i have exactly ten thousand dollars in cash but i have money in my card as well for you know miscellaneous and everything she said okay so this guy just asked me if i have food i said no he said okay sent me to another i'm still with immigration gave me my passport and boarding pass sent me to another um immigration officer so this one okay before he sent me he told one um like all these airport staff like a concierge guy to get my luggage so i went with that one got my luggage then it sent me to the next immigration guys that those ones were so annoying so this is what he asked me why are you here same question i told him why did you decide to birth in america i said um for better health care and for citizenship he said do i know that there are lots and lots of other countries in the world that have better health care system than america i said yes he said do you know that if you birth in is this pain he mentioned one that they have way better health care than me i'm here for citizenship because i want my son to fail for me and you know when he said that i was just irritated I was like, first things first, my baby cannot file for me till he's 18. I also have a great job in Nigeria and I plan to go back to that. So this is not about my kid filing for me. This is about giving him a better head start and dual citizenship that I don't have. He said, oh, okay, is this your first baby? I said, yes. He said, that means you'll probably be a great mom. I was just like, oh, please, I rolled my eyes. So he asked me what I do in Nigeria. I told him. He said I should explain in details again. Maybe people lie about their occupation. So I told him about targeted ads, about, you know, online advertising, blah, blah, blah. He said, oh, that makes sense. Is that why I see Viagra ads? That's probably because I watch a lot of porn. You know, it was trying to be funny, but I was too tired. I was like, yeah, 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 okay. So he asked his colleague that was beside him, asked to see the cash I had so I showed it to him he said do I have any other money I said no he said if he checks in my wallet and in my bag would he see any other cash I said yes I have 2,000 naira and that's about what is not up to ten dollars or is yeah it's not even up to ten dollars that I kept it in my wallet so that when I get back to Nigeria I can use it to maybe get airtime or get a cab he said okay so the second guy was even really really nice to me it was just like I shouldn't be nervous about birth, that he has five girls and they're amazing, blah, blah, blah. Anyways, all of this took about two and a half hours. I was so tired. They scanned my luggage, then told me that I can go. Oh, I was so glad it was over. I was so, so glad. So I called. when I, 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 I couldn't get a SIM. There was no way I could call. And off, um, airport's Wi-Fi was very erratic. So I went to meet some guy. I just saw some really big guy. And I told him that I'd like to call my host. So I called the people that I got the accommodation from. So the great thing about this accommodation package is that it offers airport pickup when you come. And um, airport drop-off when you're going. It's part of your your the things you have access to so i called them in like 45 minutes they got there they picked me up so that's it for my point of entry story 
I feel like if I get into delivery and caring for a newborn now, it's just going to be super duper long. So those will be in the next podcast. At least is um it's nice that this is ending on this note. But I have some more time to talk about getting baby's passport. This the lady I stayed with, she really, really helped me, gave me directions, took me to the passport office, told me what to do, gave me the form to fill. So you need to fill a form. Yes, if your husband is around, you guys need to go together. If not, he needs to send a letter. It's not a letter of consent, but something it will stamp in American notary. Then send it to you because they need that for baby's passport as well. I got my baby's passport that same day because we were traveling close to the time. So we paid for the passport to be expedited. Passport is actually, I think, $65. But to expedite was 100 because I, I remember we ended up paying $165. And the day I got his passport, it was, the structure was really good, you know. They just told me to swear that I was saying the truth. They wanted to see baby's face. We took, um, we already took a passport photograph that we took with us, and you know I got there like eight by two. I had gotten baby's passports, and it was kind of each free. So, getting your baby's documents, birth certificate, um, um, and passports. If you have any more information, please let me know. I can't say much because for each state i think the modalities are different but for houston that's what it was like best excuse were like 23 dollars so these are like all the little little things that you would have to factor into miscellaneous because you know all these costs would definitely 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 arise not to make promises but i feel like the podcast for birth like my my birth story and caring for a newborn can be next week i can try to at least you know i do two weeks of course but i can try to make that next week because i feel like i'm losing time <laughs> like so many things i'm talking about it was baby from being like first month to six months because now it's already six months old and so much has happened that i'm not even telling you guys about yet because you know i have to back up i should have started this podcast way earlier better late than never thank you so much for listening i'm so so grateful for everyone that has recommended this to you know their friends that are pregnant or their friends that are intending to have their babies in america it is such a big privilege for me to help because you know i didn't have this much information and it is is awesome for me to be able to share it i went through it so that it would be easier for every other person so please your point of entry pray trust god for the best things are getting a little more strict by the day so just you know try as hard as you can to make things work out for yourself i'm so so glad you listened please you guys don't forget to rate us on apple podcast so that at least we can you know get up there subscribe tell your friends and don't forget the suggestions about what to do on the instagram page i actually truly and genuinely love everybody that religiously listens to this podcast you know this millennial mom that is just finding her way says thank you
God bless you, everyone. Bye.